What's up, everybody? Welcome into a solo edition of SSPN Reacts. I wasn't sure if I was going to have time to do this today, but I did have a little bit of time, so I figured why not hop on and record because we got to talk about Victor Wembanyama's 38-point, 10-rebound, 2-block, two 2-assist, two 1-steal performance, and of course, most importantly when it comes to last night, his 10 fourth-quarter points that fended off the Phoenix Suns trying to pull off a comeback there after the Spurs dominated the Suns. It was really a kind of the flip side or a complete flip of Tuesday's game, except the Spurs were able to fend off uh, the Suns comeback led by Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And that was mainly thanks to, of course, Victor Wembanyama, as I already mentioned with this stat line, having the best game of his young career so far. Um, you know, obviously close to 40 points, right? All the good stuff that we saw. The thing that stuck out to me when I watched this game is it reminded me of his two games against the G League Ignite and Scoot Henderson last season. Obviously, there were still some differences, some differences in the game, all that type of stuff um, with this not being a G League game. But when it came to the way that he scored and the way that he was able to find his shots, of course, that had a lot to do with, with our guys finding him as well and looking for him more in the offense and us just being in a completely uh, different rhythm whenever it comes to this game in comparison to all the other games we've seen this season, you really saw some growth in this game, in my opinion, and you got to see a little bit of a preview of what this offense can look like once they start to get to know each other and build some chemistry. Unfortunately, Devin Vassell is out with a groin injury for an unspecified timetable. Pop said a little while uh, in last night's press conference, he said that Devin tried to go uh, going into the second half, went through warmups, but told Coach Pop he just wasn't able to do it. Um, so that's a tough loss. But you still love to see Devin getting 17 in the first half. Three for three from three, seven for 10. It's a big loss. It sucks. Um, but man, we it, that is just an example of how much our offense was hitting on all cylinders in that first half that Devin nearly had 20 uh, to start the game, you know, and he didn't even play the entire second half. Um, you know, it's kind of funny too, because if you add up the point totals, despite of course, Keldon having, you know, a little bit of a slower night after carrying us on Tuesday, I thought he did a lot of good things, you know, outside of that, he was definitely able to impact the game. You see the seven boards, the six assists, a block, two steals, Two assists late in that third quarter were specifically dishes to Wemby, and I they were crucial, especially when you consider um, just kind of the, the way that the, the Suns were coming back at the end of the third quarter. But then also, once again, going back to Devin's injury, you know, we had less experienced guys out there. So the fact that Keldon was able to make it a point to, okay, I'm going to look for Wemby in this situation, um, I really like to see that considering that Devin was out. Um, Shetty. Man, he he hit some big shots. I saw a tweet today that said, I don't know if this makes sense, but Chetty Osman is one of the Spursiest players I've ever seen play for the Spurs, and he's only played five games. Um, man, I couldn't agree with that statement more. Me and Ethan have talked about him uh, throughout this year so far, and, and we've been really happy with what we've seen. Trey Jones had a great game as well. 12 points, 10 assists, five boards. Uh, you know, took that took that big hit from Drew on the screen. I was really happy to see him come back. It looked like it might have been like a concussion there at first for a second. But, you know, Drew's just got that strong build and he he, he gave him a little bit of a shoulder there. So th that was a rough one. Uh, but I was glad to see that Trey came back and was able to contribute because because he was huge in, in the absence of Devin. You know, he, he was somebody we needed out on the floor at the end of the game um, in his absence just to round things out. 
you know, you could look at three for eight shooting, but we know, we know what Trey's role is. And, and when he first came in, you see those five rebounds, man, he was fighting for extra chances. He was tipping balls on both ends on, on offense and defense on the board. 6-1 Trey Jones when he came in the game. I love to see the effort from him. Me and Ethan were texting about it. And I was, you know, we mentioned in our last stream that he kind of, it feels like he's playing the Manu role. Dude, he embodied that so much in this game because he just came in and went hard. Like, just went at him, just just like Manu. Obviously, their play styles are a little bit different. Manu's a 6'6 shooting guard. Trey's a traditional point guard. But when it comes to that mentality coming in and, and you know, that kind of sixth man role where you still end up finishing the game. Um, I loved Trey's tenacity uh, in the first half and throughout the game as well. But really in the first half, the way that he came in uh, when we made our first subs, it was like, you know, we didn't skip a beat whatsoever. It was like we just added another starter in. That was another element to our rotations. That's why I kind of call it Manu-esque. Some other people we got to talk about, of course, our boy Jeremy, uh, you know, continuing to prove uh, improve on the point guard play. Only one turnover last night, only one turnover, or excuse me, two turnovers in total for both of our point guards and nine assists for Jeremy. He was dishing early. He was finding Wemby uh, in transition early. Um, and he was I mean, he was having dump offs. He was able to have reads on over the top passes. Obviously, there's still some things to work on but you're seeing the growth. Had an efficient scoring night as well, too. And a lot of those misses, you know, where I love Jeremy, but sometimes he's just forcing it a little bit too much, I feel like, on offense. And I to- and I understand that a little bit more in the second half because of Devin's absence. But, like, when you see at the beginning of the game him coming off that pick and roll right at the free throw line and just pulling up, like, a little easy mid-range jumper wide open. Like, take those shots, but you don't have to every time you get super into the post. You don't have to shoot a post fadeaway. I know you have the ability, but you just don't have to force it every time. That's my only criticism of Jeremy, but really, I I don't have too many criticisms, especially with how he's continuing to progress in his role and also how late in the game, we saw our boy Trey Jones, love him to death. He's only 6'1". There's only so much he can do sometimes against Devin Booker. He was getting taken advantage of, and then they put Sohan on him, and he got Sohan a couple times. They were talking back and forth, but down the stretch, he kind of took him out of the game a little bit and and really did a good job defensively on Devin Booker to end the game. And that was huge as well because we started out with Keldon on Devin Booker to start the game. He did a good job early as well. Obviously, these guys are going to get got sometimes by Devin Booker. He still ended up having 31 and 13. Uh, But I'm telling you, that was more in the middle of the game, really in that second half, of course. But I, I liked what I saw to start the game with Keldon's defense on Devin Booker. And, and they would switch Devin onto him sometimes too. Um, so the fact that, like I said, with Devin's injury, they kind of had to switch to Sohan with the rotations they had. I was very happy with his performance down the stretch uh, guarding Devin Booker. Got to give him some credit there. But of course, you know, I can, I, I don't, and of course I don't want to, um, what's the word? I don't want to diminish what the other guys did tonight, but I could sit here and talk about all these guys and, and, they, there were a lot of good things that we saw, but the bottom line is Victor Wembenyama. Because if he doesn't play like he's been playing in the fourth quarter, there's a lot of games that we're not in this season. You know, obviously, aside from the Clippers game, because that was just a complete blowout. But without him doing what he did last night, I mean, he was the 10 fourth quarter points. He was, the, and mainly kind of in those last five minutes uh, of the game, and, and, and at a crucial time when the Suns came back and tied it. 
this is why there's all the hype. This is why he was the unanimous number one pick. Um, and this is why this first picked him there, you know? So this is just a taste of, of one of these first Wemby signature performances, I guess you could say. But there are two more guys that I want to shout out before we end this game. First, I'll go off the bench, our man Doug McDermott. Nothing crazy, only 16 minutes, kind of had to come in, you know, uh, wasn't really coming in before Devin got hurt. But those two threes he had, I know it's only six points, those were crucial. We were really struggling on offense. That was during the Suns kind of come back into the game, you if you will. So the fact that he hit those, um, they were kind of out of rhythm. You know, we were out of rhythm on offense overall, but it doesn't matter. He made those shots, and, and that's why you have Doug McDermott on the team. And then lastly, we got to talk our, about our boy Zach. My boy Zach, he's been getting a lot of hate lately. I get it. I understand, you know. There's been some times where he's been beat a little bit in the post. Me and Ethan have talked about it. You know, his interior presence, we'd like to see a little bit more. But I think he did a pretty darn good job last night. Probably his best game of the season. Quiet, quietly had 19, 8, and 4. You know, was able to distribute a little bit. 3 for 3 from 3. 2 for 2 from the line. And, I mean, almost 20 and 10, man. And, and, you know, it may not look crazy, but like Pop said in the press conference last night, they asked him about Zach, and he's like, I kind of see the same thing from Zach every night. I know the stats may not be the same, but he goes out there and plays, tries to make good decisions, and, and just plays smart basketball, tries to find the flow of the game. Yes, physically, sometimes he's going to get beat, but I think his skill set uh, was definitely shown in this game last night. Um and, and it was crucial. Those those 20 points are crucial, especially when you consider Devin Vassell being out uh, for the entirety of the second half. So that's really all I got on this one. I appreciate you guys coming and hanging out for this little short SSPN Reacts. Me and Ethan will be back Sunday and Monday to do some post games. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a different setup. I'm going to be out of town, um, but we will be here doing those post games on Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday of next week. So we appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to hit that like and that subscribe button below. And if you want to stay updated with everything SSPN and the Spurs throughout the season, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SSPN on YT, at Jude McLaren, and at Ethan underscore Quintero. We appreciate you guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Go Spurs, go.